is on the block with Stricken Bach. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here at the Big 8 tournament champion. 93-7 the ticket veteran and Bill Callahan fan club president, Jake Bakovic. I love Billy Steele. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. This is On the Block with Stricken Bob. Hold up. The mayhem is underway. It is March Mayhem with 93.7 The Ticket. We're live from Buffalo Wings and Rings here at 68th and O. I'd like to invite you to come on down. We'll be out here and uh, broadcasting until 6. Uh, on the block right here will be until 6. And then we'll be out here tomorrow as well. The two best days in sports, in my mind, of the sports calendar, the opening rounds of the NCAA tournament. Things are already getting a little bit wild. Not too many upsets to go so far, but Iowa is fighting with Richmond right now. They just hit a three, but they're still down 56 uh, to 52 as we go over the scoreboard quickly before welcoming in Eric Strickland. Uh, 23 to 23 tie for Gonzaga in Georgia State about seven minutes ago in the first half there. Marquette down to North Carolina 21 to 10 uh, with about 10 minutes to go in the first half there. Uh, Finals from early in the day. Baylor gets a win 85-49 over Norfolk State. Tennessee beats Longwood 88-56. Providence with a 66-57 win over Charlie Easley in South Dakota State. Memphis wins 64-53 over Boise State. And Michigan beats Colorado State 75-63. And at this time, we'll, we'll welcome in the Husker Hall of Famer, longtime NBA vet Eric Strickland. Strix, how's your brackets doing so far? It's about to get busted if Iowa doesn't step up and, and do something because I got them... <laughs> rolling a little bit I, I find it just it, it's it's odd to me that they're just like shuffling around and just you know they're like standing flat-footed their jumpers are all short they're uh they don't seem to have no energy they don't seem to have no fight they're going to huddles just kind of you know walking in half clapping it's like they don't even want to be there and that's it's it's kind of odd to me right now but whereas richmond looks like they're intense their bench is hyped the crowd is getting into it uh they're running they're scrapping and and, and they just look like they wanted a little bit more right now and it, it just looked like iowa just doesn't have any uh any fight right now in them that gives me assurance that they're going to be able to pull this game out do you think there's anything to, uh, I guess, the theory that maybe a team would have expended all their energy in the Big Ten tournament to, to you know, as the five seed in that tournament to get all the way to where they uh, or ended up being the winner? Um, do, you, do you think there's anything to that, or is enough time passed that they should have been able to rejuvenate and, and get things going by now? Let me see. That's, that's I mean, I, I can say that's similar to what, what happened with us. I mean, we, we had such a, a crazy run uh, over our tournament. We were, we, we were spent. I think we, we really spent so much emotion and so much energy. And it, just, it looks like they just, they don't look like they have any any legs. They don't have any fire. They don't have any passion. They, I mean, literally, their screens, they just look like they're just half running. There's no push. It, it's it's kind of weird to me, but, you know, they're going to bust my bracket wide open if they, if they take this. <laughs> you know, I, I thought they were one of the hottest teams in, coming in. Oh, yeah. Maybe they're smelling themselves a little bit or they – you know, they blew their, their load out. 
Yeah, they might have. I mean, they, they do seem a little bit behind today, uh, and that's an interesting one. Also, like I mentioned, um, it, it'll take a while before you get on upset alert here, but Georgia State's hanging with Gonzaga, uh, you know, about 15 minutes through that game, so that's going to be interesting. That certainly would break just about everybody's bracket. I think the I think Gonzaga's the favorite as far as um, everybody's brackets go. The, the majority of brackets, I should say, have, have Gonzaga as the winner, so an early exit would certainly be interesting there, um, but Georgia State actually has a player limping off the court right now so that probably won't help uh, as they try to punch up and, and knock Gonzaga off again a lot more time in that game but we'll update you on the games as it goes on uh, it looked like you're celebrating a different holiday than everybody else I guess I don't have any green on either but you're all red have you enjoyed your St. Patrick's uh, day so far did you get a, a brewski in yet I haven't got one in me yet but I do plan to I do plan to it's it's uh it's been a pretty eventful day I had a lot of uh, things I had to manage and take care of today, but uh, so I, I'm 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 gonna be definitely looking for a nice cold. Um, yeah. I, I really don't have much green. I do have something probably green up there. I probably maybe I'll go make a, a you know, like like the the guy that used to do the. Uh, I don't know if they still do that where they had this um, um, halftime show that they came out and they do this thing <laughs> called quick change. Yeah. So maybe I'll do a quick change in, in <laughs> real quick in front of you, but. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to just having a real chill night and a nice chill brew and, and uh, you know, get out there and see what's going on in the city. Did you, uh, did they have, I guess they would, might not know this from back in your playing days because you didn't get to watch too much of it, but it seemed like Nebraska's up- upgraded their uh, halftime entertainment over the years. Back in the day, it used to be like every other game was two kids trying to put on oversized jerseys and oversized shoes and getting down to the end <laughs> of the court. down the court. Every time, yeah. Which was entertaining yeah. enough, I suppose. But <laughs> Yeah, it, it's good. I mean, they've got these nice little shows now. I mean, I've seen some pretty intriguing shows. Some be- I mean, I, I think one of the most intriguing ones I saw was when at halftime they literally turned the court into a BMX jump. Oh, yeah. Like off ramps where they were doing tricks off ramps and stuff like that. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, then you, you know, I've seen the the Asian um, crews come in where they're riding on the, on multiple um, uh, the unicycles and they're twisting, oh, yeah. you know, plates and different things like that. I thought that was pretty cool, and they had the whole family doing that. I've seen stuff like that, but yeah, it'd be nice sometimes. I, I'm going to be honest, most of the time at halftime, I'm shooting out trying to get a burger or something. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I miss it most of the time, but yeah, I've seen some good ones. Well, Red Panda is certainly a favorite for a lot of people around here and a lot of people around the nation. She's a favorite for halftime entertainment. I'm sure she'll be invited back uh, <laughs> next year. She has, she's probably got, I don't know, maybe a 15-year streak going, but uh, everybody likes to see her. Have you noticed today, the uh, it's kind of got a little bit of attention so far, is how orange the basketballs are in these games. Uh, it seems like it's been a while since they've went this orange. Uh, it's kind of a weird thing to, to notice, I suppose, but uh, it's kind of making its rounds on Twitter. Uh, did that did that jump out to you as you've watched these games? It did. I was watching the free throw, and I was like, whoa, that ball looks really orange and it looks really slick. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it did pop out <laughs> me a little bit. Because it, it reminds got... you of those, like, $5 Walmart balls, right? Right, right, <laughs> right. Yeah, they're, it they're Apparently, they're the Wilson uh, Evolution NXTs, which aren't on shelves out there right now, which also doesn't make sense to me that you would be playing with a ball that you can't profit on. But I guess they're, they're, this is their coming out party. So we'll see if it works. And from what I was reading, too, um, this was, like, the official ball of the NCAA all year long. But at each school gets to choose, you know, kind of w- along with their brand, 
who you know the ball that they want. You don't have to play with the NCAA ball. So most schools that are either Nike or Adidas or whatever will use a Nike or Adidas ball. But when it gets to the tournament, they use these bright Wilson uh, basketballs, and it's a. Uh, Probably it, that might change things up a little bit. Did the the ball ever? Did you ever playing in a game? You know, complain about a ball whether it, you know too much or too less air or just the feel of it. Or were most of the balls pretty good? Because I was talking about earlier too. I saw Tim Miles what he has to deal with at San Jose State. I watched one of their games. And they were using like a, it looked like a three-year-old ball all scuffed up and stuff. And I was thinking, I know that all the, no programs have all the money, but I'm sure Tim Miles could afford, you know, a $50 ball to help out. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I personally don't like the new, I don't even like the new NBA balls. Uh, I, I guess I've, I really got used to the Spalding balls. They were really, you could really get a good grip on it when you got a little sweat on your hands or whatever. It just kind of really settled in your hand real nice. I, I, you know, to me, it seems like those balls are a little bit more slick. But, you know, I wasn't a guy that had the, the tremendously big hands, the Michael Jordan hands and stuff where I could just twirl oh, yeah. the ball anywhere. So I, I like to be able to feel it in my hands a little bit. But, you know, hey, you, you, you adjust to it all. I mean, I guess I could say the same thing for um, the international balls. The international balls are kind of weird to me a little bit, too, because their tread markings are in different places. So it's kind of weird. It's kind of, it is kind of weird. It's kind of fun down here, though, as we are at Buffalo Wings and Rings at 68th and 0. Uh, the Iowa game is got almost coming to a conclusion. Under two minutes now, Richmond up 60 to 57, I believe, is the score, and they'll have a chance at the line uh, to make it a two-possession game. So that's certainly worth keeping an eye on here. I've seen some, I see some Kansas, I see some North Carolina represented out here. Of course, some Nebraska, even though they're not in the tournament, but uh, I see a Creighton hat out there. So we've got uh, plenty of teams represented here at uh, Buffalo Wings and Rings. I don't see any Iowa fans, uh, so maybe they just stick into their own state at this point in time. Uh, what do you think about, uh, especially as we look at the Big Ten here, uh, Michigan's win, somewhat maybe surprising to some people. I mean, not a, not the most popular pick as they came into this tournament 17-14, and 14, but they beat Colorado State pretty handily 75-63 to 63, uh, to go along with what we've seen so far, Indiana getting the win in the play-in game, and then Rutgers having a heck of a game, not quite winning it, but double overtime loss to Notre Dame. How do you feel the Big Ten's uh, represented so far? Well, I, I think the crazy thing about it is you, I, I bet you probably find that the lower-seeded Big Ten teams may end up faring better than some of the top-tier teams. Be, it, 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 I don't know. I could be wrong. But for some reason, it's going to be when – get, when you get into these tournament times, it comes down to a matchup situation. Right. And I think that matchup bolded well for them against Colorado State in that uh, Dickinson, Dickinson is, is a tremendous uh, inside threat and he's dangerous in there and he's tough to handle. And I think that's what it came down to. He, he managed himself inside. They shot the ball OK and shot the ball well. They played great defense. Obviously, they were down and they made a run. They got back into the game. Uh, they were down, I think, upwards of 15 points, got back into it and ended up, you know, pushing the lead. Yeah, it, it's going to be entertaining to watch the teams all game long uh, to kind of follow along the Big Ten. They might have a, a loss here on the way. Richmond, another and one. Um, so they're, again, going to the – going to I think they're up five now and going to the line to maybe make it a six-point ball game. Uh, about a minute, maybe under, under that now left in that game. Uh, certainly would be a blow to the Big Ten. I know it would make a lot of Nebraska fans happy to see Fran McCaffrey and Iowa bow out early. Uh, for what it's worth, Fran has never made it to the Sweet 16. 
Kane, uh, all his years even at Iona before uh, Iowa, where he's, he made several NCAA tournament appearances. You had to feel, if you're a Hawkeye fan, this is about as good of a run as you can get. Keegan Murray, um, you know, they're, they're again, we're one of the hottest teams in the country. Keegan Murray looked like the best player in the tournament, uh, and uh, it looks like it might be an early exit for them as, uh, as they are down now six points with 30 seconds to go. So we'll kind of follow that along here in the next couple of minutes, see if Iowa can pull out some tournament magic. Uh, or if I had the them going options. to almost Auburn, and so my bracket oh, yeah. is dead. It's dead. My bracket will uh, be I, dead, I, too, I if they lose. I had them in the Elite Eight. Um, because I yeah. think that I thought they were the, the best chance in the Big Ten to make a bit of a run. Um, who else do you have in the Big Ten that you think could make a run? I, I thought Illinois might have a chance. I have them in the Elite Eight. I guess further than that, uh, I have Wisconsin no. in the Sweet 16 um, and Purdue in the Sweet 16, but uh, that's as far as I've got those guys rolling. I, I got Purdue going to it, believe it or not. Oh, there you go. I got them going to it. I, I, look, I'm rolling with them. Uh, I got them I got them upsetting um, – Duke in the Final Four and, and playing Arizona, but not winning it. But I got them going there. Hey, well, I definitely. So take I, that I, I could, I could make the adjustment if that happens because I'm sure not a lot of people are picking Purdue to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah have you, did you uh, jump into any like tournament pools with your friends or anything? Yeah, I did. I had two, <laughs> uh, but I couldn't. I couldn't do two of them. That was just a little too, too much. But I did jump into one. Yeah, and uh, I didn't pick. I didn't use all the picks, but I, I threw a couple in there. I got Duke, Arizona, Auburn, and Purdue in my final four. So it, it's, uh, you know, again, Iowa it let me down. I need to call Andre Warridge and let him know something about it because, you know, <laughs> hey, man, I tried to go with your boys and look what your boys did to me. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not looking good. It's not over yet for Iowa, but they are down four now with 27 seconds to go, so it's not looking good for them. Uh, actually, the captain, Rashawn Jackson, uh, asked me a little bit earlier to ask you about Andre Woolridge in the tournament. Uh, <laughs> so maybe this will bring back memories because he wasn't very specifically very specific. But in the state tournament, did you have some battles with Woolridge there, or was uh, we kind of not really uh, ended up meeting up in the high school state tournament? Yeah, we actually did. Um, we played them in the tournament, um, I think, my junior year when we went to the finals. And uh, we ended up winning that game. Um, it was a good shootout. Uh, but, yeah, we, we ended up, and I, yeah, I won that matchup in the, in the state tournament. Um, but that, that was the only time we ever faced each other in state. Uh, I think our best time when I was in school was – uh, my freshman year, but unfortunately, I was I was suspended for the first game, so uh, we ended up losing by like one point to Lincoln East, uh, which I know if I would have played, we would have definitely beat them. We had the best chance. It was probably it was me, Fred Ward, uh, Greg Koontz, and we had a bunch of guys that were were pretty phenomenal on the team. So yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's very cool. At least you had some, some good memories in the state tournament. I don't want to bring up bad memories, but uh, can, you, can you remind people, uh, kind of just went through your mind playing an NCAA tournament game. I know you didn't win those games, but what was kind of the preparation and, and the, I guess, the expectations for your guys when you went to the NCAA tournament? Is it different than any other experience as far as playing basketball? I mean, I think the intensity definitely is. Um, you know, you, you don't have much really much game prep you you just have you have a little bit of film you get some of their most present film uh but you don't get a lot of time to prep and so um trying to figure out matchups and trying to figure out what's what's going and, and what's flowing uh sometimes the intensity can get get away from you sometimes the emotion can get overwhelm you 
uh, you know, you can end up shooting your first one pretty strong sometimes if you have so much <laughs> adrenaline running. So, yeah, trying to just get into a rhythm, slow down, you know, just relax your nerves and, and, and calm yourself down. It, it takes some time. And so, like, that's why a lot of I think a lot of upsets happen is because the pressure is usually on the on the higher seated uh, teams. There's there's so much pressure on them that the other teams don't have nothing to lose. They come in, they play free and they end up shooting. So when the game gets tight like this one, you know, a lot of jumpers end up coming up short because those are pressure jumpers as opposed to them. They're, they're shooting free and clear. So, yeah. Yeah. And as we follow along this game again, uh, can't do play-by-play, but we can give you the updates. It's 65-61 to 61 now. Richmond with 12 seconds to go. Uh, I was going to inbounds the ball and, uh, and try to cut this. Either way, Richmond, they're going to have to hope misses a free throw or two down the stretch as it looks like I was going to go for a three. Uh, and... Uh, not going to have a look with that. So it looks like time is running out for the Hawkeyes in the Big Ten. will lose uh, their tournament champion and their and probably their hottest team. Um, so hopefully that's not going to be something of a, a constant today as it was last year. Very much a struggle for the Big Ten uh, as they you know kind of battled through that tournament, couldn't get things going. Hopefully we see, like you said, maybe a Purdue make a run. Uh, you know Wisconsin still has that opportunity. You know Illinois. There's, there's plenty of talent there. Um, would you argue the Big Ten as the best conference this year you know they had nine teams in the tournament but there's not a whole lot of faith that they're too top heavy um would you say that's still the best best conference this year do you think you have to go with the top heavy portion uh like i like to do in football when people tell me the sec is not the best conference in football because the depth's not as deep as other conferences i go i just tell me who's winning the titles tell me who's uh, who's sending guys off to the pros the Big Ten had three of the, the five All-Americans, but, uh, again, not off to a good start here uh, with the representation and don't have anybody higher than a three-seed represented in this tournament. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think that's kind of the case. What, what happens is is there um, there's a lot of parity in the Big Ten, so from top to bottom, they're pretty strong. But when you get into these these, these type of games, some of the some of those top, top-tier other conference teams – they're going to give them a run, and and I hate that just Iowa just didn't play with the same intensity they just played with these last minute and 30 seconds. If they would have played with that intensity throughout the game, this maybe would have been a different outcome. And they had a nice little alley-oop on the inbounds pass. Still going to need a, a prayer here. They're going to need Richmond to miss a free throw. They're down 65-63, to 63. so Richmond has the ball. Maybe they can get a turnover. Maybe, you know, we saw that last night. It's March Madness, baby. Dame it's March Madness. Yeah. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. So we'll let you know what did happen on the other end of this break. we got to take a break. But we are live out here at Buffalo Wings Ring, 68th and 0. We want to invite you guys down here. It's a blast. We're, we're giving out uh, prizes today. You don't need to, to buy anything. But there are green beers available and, and plenty of great food, obviously, out here at Buffalo Wings and Ring. No purchase necessary, though. Anyone who stops by uh, will get a raffle ticket, and then we will be handing out the prizes throughout the remainder of the day and also tomorrow. So we're having a blast out here. Uh, the games are getting pretty serious. Uh, we'll let you know what happens with that game on the other end of this. We'll be back here on the block on 93.7 The Ticket. You're listening to coverage of the NCAA tournament live from Buffalo Wings and Rings at 68th and 0 on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.